This is Kevin and Charlie with CommercialLEDLights.com on our fourth episode of our LED lighting podcast. We also have a special guest today, our lead engineer, Peter, who will talk later about a specialized application for high bay lights, which is the topic of today's episode. So what I'm going to do here is, um, uh, Charlie, how are you doing? I'm well, Kevin. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So well, let's start off with, uh, let's just give kind of an overview. Uh, let's, uh, if someone doesn't know, what, what, are high, what are high bay lights exactly? Yeah, high bay lights are one of our, you know, really uh, better sellers here at commercialitylights.com. Uh, and what they are is, you know, generally speaking, it's a light that is used in a commercial industrial setting in a uh, high ceiling environment. So we'll say 14, 15 feet or higher would, you know, uh, move into the high bay bucket, if you will. And I mean, they go up 40, 50 feet in, in some special use cases. But generally speaking, it's that 15 to 30 foot range is where we find we're selling uh, most of uh, our high bays to our customers. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. And these uh, high bays, like you said, they're used in a lot of uh, industrial and in, in commercial environments. Uh, would that be like warehouses? and Factories to warehouses, um, us being based here in Detroit, you know, we get a lot of business just right here in our backyard with all the automotive manufacturers and uh, suppliers. So there's lots of industry here, lots of factories, lots of warehousing, and they need, um, you know, they need lights to light it. And uh, that's where high bays come in. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have seen high bays before, like if they were going down an aisle of Home Depot, some of those lights like way at the top. Sure, even in the retail setting at the big box stores, the Costco's, Home Depot's, they're so big and tall that they need a high bay light, not not your office light. So, yep. Yeah, I imagine it needs to be a specialized type of fixture to illuminate the area from that high of a height. That makes sense. That's right. These are spe specially designed for that. Uh, what are like s some different types of high bays? I, I know there there's two primary categories. You yeah you have your UFO high bays and linear. Can you talk about the differences? Yeah, the UFO, which is kind of a uh, you know a term, for, it's just a term for a round high bay, which is um, you know more of a typical form that legacy lights have, like the metal halides. They're round, so um, this LED product would be round, and the linears are. Um, they're, they're straight, they're rectangles, you know, anywhere from one foot by two feet to two feet by four feet, even when you get into the higher wattage, um, and higher output, uh, products. And sometimes it boils down to preference a little bit, but as you might expect with a round product, you're going to create a really broad round, um, light pattern, and you'll create a more of a rectangular light pattern in a linear. So while oftentimes they can be interchangeable and are, it often just comes down to a customer preference, if you are working, if you have a facility that is wide open, uh, oftentimes a round high bay might be better. If it's a warehouse with racking, um, you know, often distribution facilities, then you, where the high bays really need to be, you know, not put in an even pattern, but in between these aisles, it, in those instances, a linear would be the product would be the product you go through. So while sometimes um, it, they are interchangeable, it is important to understand the use, and we can help you and walk you through that here once we explore where they're going and and what type of facility they're going in. 
we'll be able to help make that recommendation whether you want to go with a linear or a round UFO style. Okay, yeah, great information. Um, and you hear the industry terms a lot, high bay, low bay. What's really the difference between the two? Sure. The the high bay again to be that you know kind of fifteen foot um, mark uh, or higher um, would be your high bay, and then low bays. You know they call them low bays just because they're in a similar setting, so they might be in like a shop space. Um, you know that is might be that more commercial industrial setting, but they have a twelve or fourteen foot ceiling. So by the time you get to a high bay, since they're meant to be put high, meant to be put higher up. If you hang one at that low of a height, you're you're not going to have a very good spread of light because they're really directing it so you don't have to put them every, you know, five or ten feet. Whereas a low bay product is going to cast light wider, faster, if you will. So you will have a light that's hung at 14 feet, but it's going to be able to cover a larger area than a high bay would at that height. So oftentimes with low bays, it's um, we would recommend a fixture that is actually a tubed, uh, lamped fixture. So you have four or six or eight tube LED tubes in that fixture. Interesting, yeah. And um, so let's say like I had an automotive shop or something. How how many high bay lights do I need, and what's the fixture spacing? How do we, how do we determine that? Because that's that's a lot of you know a lot of lights, a big ceiling. Yeah, the so there's a couple ways we help our customers determine how many you need and the layout of these lights. One and the most simplest way is if it's an existing facility and we are replacing those lights from, you know, a metal halide uh, legacy product, uh, one of the first things we'll ask is, what do you have there now? And they might say, well, we have 250-watt metal halides and we're happy with the amount of light they put out or we want a little bit more light um, and we would say um, okay well the easiest solution would be to do a equivalent led which would be maybe 150 watt in this example which would actually provide a little more light than that 250 that the customer wants but we would just do a one-for-one replacement since they already have their layout set now um that's kind of the easiest and simplest way. It doesn't always, it's not always that easy, of course. Uh, the second option would be for us to help with a photometric study. And what we would do there is we would get the dimensions of the space and the height of the lights and then the desired amount of light they want in that space. And from there, we can create a layout for them that we could deliver that shows spacing, height, and how many foot candles they're going to get at their working surface. And um, that might be mean they can they need to add lights. And in many cases, since it's LED, they could actually delete lights from their existing setup layout. Uh, so these are all things we could do here, um, most of the time in-house, to help customers get to the layout and the lighting levels they need the right the first time. Yeah, it sounds convenient. And I know that one f- one particular product that's been growing in popularity is LED high bays with a motion sensor. Yes, uh, they are, you know, probably well over half of what we sell. They do have motion sensors on them at the request of our customers. Uh, and that might be often in like stock areas, um, in are- areas where there may not be people in forklifts moving all the time. So the lights automatically turn off. And then once they um, 
detect motion, they'll click back on. Or um, they're often programmable where they can dim down to 50% uh, light levels and power usage. So there is always light there. And then they'll then, once there's motion, they'll trip and turn on full power. Sounds like that could save some energy. It saves some energy and uh, a lot of utilities with the rebates offer is a uh, an additional rebate amount if your light has motion sensing capabilities. So for the incremental cost, which usually is not a lot, um, to add motion sensors to your lights, it often uh, pays for itself very quickly, especially with the enhanced rebate um, most utilities offer if you add that capability. That sounds like a great deal to me. Indeed. Um, and now for the last uh, topic here I want to talk about is a specialized uh, type of high bay. Um, actually, it's commonly referred to as an explosion-proof high bay. And for this, I'm gonna br we're going to bring in uh, Peter, our lead engineer here at Commercial LED Lights. Uh, Peter, can you just talk a little bit about, uh, I know that you've been around a lot of power plants, um, and there you've seen these explosion-proof high bays there, right? Yes. Yeah, Kevin, I have worked uh, in a number of power fossil power plants over the years. In regards to explosion-proof high bay lights, they are used extensively in the turbine room. Uh, the ceiling's height in the area that houses the turbine is usually 40 to 50 feet high. This height is needed to allow the cranes to disassemble the turbines during outages. Another application of explosion-proof high bay lights would be in the plant's machine shop. These also have high ceilings, maybe not as high as the turbine room, but they're in about uh, 20 to 30 feet range. And this, is, this height is necessary to allow smaller cranes to move plant components to be worked on and repaired. And since there's a lot of combustible dust in the power plant, they have to have the specialized fixtures designed that they're not going to, you know, the fixture can actually explode if it's not certified to, I believe it's class uh, two, division one or two, depending on this. And we'll talk more about that in another video. Okay. Um, You're but, correct on that. But that's, uh, but that's about all I got for uh, high bays. I hope this has been informative and uh, we'll talk to you next time.